T Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers. My first brother, who doesn't drink coffee, he snorts it because he's just that bad of a badass, Mr. DJ. I, now you all know my secret. But hey. That's why, that's why he's so angry all the time. <laughs> angry? No. I thought it was the German in him. Nah, it turns out this guy's literally been slamming rails and fucking folders every fucking morning. Well, when you're planning various solutions, you need the proper fuel to kick it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> and my other brother. What? <laughs> <laughs> And my other brother, who's banned from Belgium for showing up demanding to fight Jean-Claude Van Damme, Mr. Mustard himself. He never showed up, dude. I told you he, he doesn't never... live in Belgium. He never... What? You had told me that? I told you he doesn't live in Belgium. He lives in LA. No, somebody did. I forgot who it was. Somebody fucking told me. Yo, I don't think that's right. But, <laughs> but I went anyway. <laughs> Yo, I don't think that's right. I went anyway. I can just picture Mustard all drunk at the fucking literal like immigration. Well, you son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, I know you got the beret that you played Guile in. Come on, <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> I'll kick you, fucking <laughs> fuck! <laughs> you're, using, you're using this. You're using this trash can. No. Does <laughs> <laughs> anybody use this trash can? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll wait here. It's cool. <laughs> Seriously, like, you know, how much have you, how much do you have to hate on John Clegg Van Dam to fly halfway around the world just to fight him? Dude, what what nationality is he? Like, I'm actually genuinely curious. Belgian. Isn't he like he's Belgian? He's Belgian, yes. but he doesn't live in Belgium. Oh, no. that makes sense. <laughs> he, was, he was in L.A. Uh, wow! He puts out like what ridiculous. A phony. <laughs> he he puts out like ridiculously funny like YouTube videos. Uh, Paul Schroyer from the Magic Squirrel Network. He occasionally sends me them, dude, and they're kind of, they're fucking hilarious. Like oh, he yeah. go, he goes around like straight up just like like power walking, like those old videos we used to watch with the dudes that just power walk everywhere and then do something stupid and just power walk to the next thing. What? So, so oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know what you're talking about. He so, does that. That's funny. Yeah, he does a video where he's power walking and he just like does the Van Damme scream and then punches something and it starts working. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. Fonzie? Yeah, he he straight up pulls a Fonzie. Like, all right, let's write that down. We'll look it up in the post show. Okay, down. Uh, but anyways. What have you guys been playing? What have you guys been watching? What have you guys been up to this week? Because uh, I know Mustard was going through some stuff. We're not going to talk about it, and that's fine. Yeah. We had a very we had the most downloaded episode of our history with uh, our special guest, Mr. Zach Galloway. And thank you again, Zach, for coming on. We love you for that. One that I'm not a part of. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderous <laughs> applause. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I know Zach had a lot of fun, and I don't know, DJ, I know you had a lot of fun. It was okay. Yeah, he had a lot of fun. Jesus. I really feel there, guy. <laughs> like we, we we seriously thought we were gonna miss the pushback that D, that mustard provides on a weekly basis. No, no, Zach was right there. He was going punch for punch with us. It was beautiful. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I do push you fuckers a lot because you guys are a bunch of boomers. <laughs> no, DJs, D, DJs. 
I don't know if he's a Luddite or a boomer. DJ, what are you, a Luddite or a boomer? What's the difference? <laughs> Boomers is said eventually accept things. No, yeah, you're a Luddite. So what's a Luddite? Somebody who absolutely refuses to learn any kind of new technology. They learn new technology. That's what it like you are. Future. <laughs> that's it, yeah, dude. That's DJ. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. No, like, I'm not obsessed with it like you are. Uh, I don't know. I see a point. The whole the whole uh, video games past 2004 and you're not in your library kind of proves our point here. Yeah. You, you don't have, you have very few. It's not few. my fault. Everything after that sucks. You have so few digital games. I literally had to. Almost hold the word your digital hand. scares you quite literally. Yeah, quite like I know you're right now. You almost took off your headphones and ran because we said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, no, hell no, dude. I also know that it took I, me. For, I would punch my PC. I I know it also took you forever to adopt a fucking smartphone. Well, like, I didn't care about them. I mean, like I said, you're the one who's obsessed with smartphones and shit like that. I don't care about that kind of stuff. See, told you, dude. I told and like, you, and like, it's it, social media, like. I'm sorry, dude. Like, I know I'm quote unquote a, a millennial, but I'm the perhaps the only millennial who doesn't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Not even close. You're I'm not, not on social media. Neither is mustard. I was like, you're not. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I'm not on social. You're media. not. Well, you're yeah, not, not anymore. That but feels you know, that way. Me, like, why aren't you on Facebook? Why aren't you on Twitter? I was like, God damn, dude. Yeah, you're not the only I mean, one. A mass, a, a, a large majority of millennials are not on social media. Yeah, it's well, toxic as fuck and stupid. Literally, the only people that use Facebook are boomers. Oh, well. So you're definitely a Luddite then. So anyways, yeah, must... Whatever, you know, I'm me. <laughs> I don't give a... <laughs> like, if the quote dead man, watch me give a fuck. True yeah. that. Uh, Seriously, I don't, I don't give a fuck what people call me, what people that's think a of good me. Vote. That's a good quote. Ever. I like that quote. I, well, it came from me. Yeah, I like that quote too. Anyways, so what have you been watching this week, Mustard? We'll start with you because you've had a week off. Watching? I haven't been watching anything. I've literally been watching like a bunch of zombies videos about like new glitches and new um new leaks about DLC and stuff like that. Like basically where Treyarch is fucked up. And uh, yeah, I've learned a bunch of stuff about zombies. That's that's pretty much it. That's been my week. Just been uh, grinding it out. Um, grinding the camos. Let's see, what did I do actually? I finished a couple of games on stream. I finished Red Dead uh, the again. Money. Yeah, the money. And like, I got the really bad ending. Ooh, how was that? It's pretty brutal, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually like pretty damn brutal, not gonna lie. Um, let's see, I did, I beat one other game. What was it? Oh, oh, I finished Cold War. The, the campaign. Oh, you did finally. What? Uh... Yeah, and apparently I got the good ending on that one. Yeah, yeah. They, well, there's there's three endings, so yeah. There's three. Gotta, yeah. yeah. I want to go back and get the other two, but I worked so hard for the good ending. I'm kind of letting it simmer. Well, the good ending. I'm not gonna. Tr I'm trying not. To, I'm gonna try not to spoil it. But like, the good ending is the one where he like, where he like does that thing, and then at the end, and like you're kind of like left on a on a cliffhanger, right? No, it's not a cliffhanger. <laughs> No? No. That what happened happened. There is no uh there is no part two. No, but but like but 
but the fucking um okay we'll talk in code so at the end you're on the cliff yeah, i'm trying it's you're on the yeah. cliff of the cliffhanger and then yeah. the double happens and then through that double there is no part two The double happens. Think, uh, think Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, but like, wait, but like, they leave it on such a. See, for me, it was different because, like, I, you know what? I can't do this without spoiling it. Never mind. Let's just let's just move on. Anyways, Moving that's on. what I did. That's what I did. Yeah. Okay. What about you, DJ? Watched uh, season two of uh, ReZero. Well, maybe the first half of season two, I should say, since the Sega head doesn't come out the next month. Ooh, why? <laughs> because it's a freaking awesome show. Anyway. Um, and uh, kind of laughing at the whole uh, Cyberpunk 2077 controversy. Like I said, I stopped Cause... caring. Well, yeah, no, but okay, you know, that's you. But you asked what I've been doing, so. <laughs> no, I'm, not, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to draw. Like, like, have they piqued your interest again, or you, do you still just don't give a fuck? Uh. Yeah, no, no, they piqued my interest, especially what, uh, what happened. Basically, what happened was, uh, what happened to Cyberpunk 2077 was, was what happened to The Last of Us too. Oh, it's Cop- being thrown through studios no. and shit. No, no, no. I mean, that's during development. No, as in, like, leaked copies, uh, you know, oh, got out to the public. Right. Right. You know, so... Uh, well, yeah, because they're just sitting on shelves in a fucking warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, thank Best Buy for that. So, yeah, so, like, some people are playing, and, like, CD actually it's have to cyberpunk. come out with a uh, yeah. a statement. It's like, you know, do not stream or... An NDA. Yeah, pretty much, man. You know, it's fucking hilarious. So it's like, maybe, well, as, as many people who are, who are pre-order off of Best Buy anyways are, are fucking playing the game. And everyone else is like fucking pulling out their hair. It's like, just fucking release it already before they start like, you know, spoiling us all, you know? Same thing with Last of Us too. you know? You know, the, the leaks happen and all of a sudden it's like, just fucking release the game now. It's like, it's fucking too late now. Okay, but there's a problem with The Last of Us too. There was a huge problem in that they tried, they, they figured out, they heard about the leaks and then tried to just change part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's they what happened with the last everybody. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, you know, there's some uh, difference, but there are, but there's too much similarity. So now well, no, we're, to... we're agreeing with you. We're agreeing with you. We're saying that the, the only fundamental difference between like The Last of Us, I'd say they did more of a Destiny. You know, like like they did more of a Destiny two, where there was, or not not Destiny, Mass Effect, Mass Effect two. Yeah, Mass Effect three. When they figured, yeah, got to eat the words. Mm-hmm. They did a Mass Effect three where there was a massive leak, and then they kicked and screamed, and were like, "No, we demand more time to rewrite these parts." Like that's mm-hmm. what happened. You figured it out before the game came out. Now everybody knows, even though they were gonna know in a couple of weeks. Wow, literally, yeah. So what else? What else? What else has been going on, man? Because honestly, like uh, they ruined the game. They, they did. They did. Yeah. They just like they did with the Last of Us too. They ruined the fucking game. <sighs> yeah, they always. 
Dude, I, I'm dude. That game, The Last of Us Two, it's up for like game of the year. I really hope it doesn't fucking win. Well, we got something for you in that in that regard. Is is, is that all you've been doing, uh, DJ? Uh, no, I'm also been uh watching uh shit. What's that shit? <clears throat> that, that something of the Iron Fortress. Oh, I know uh, which one you're right. talking about. Yeah, I know. I know exactly yeah. which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's like beautiful. Like, Isn't it though? You know, like yeah, the animation is like, absolutely beautiful, but it's so, but the story's so generic. It's it's Attack on Titan Dumb with zombies. Down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except for zombies. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I will give them over Attack on Titan is that like the enemies are interesting. They actually look. Uh, pretty fucking cool like they, they look intimidating like these look like things to be fear except for you know being like as opposed to attack on time where the times look like basically naked people with mental problems <laughs> yeah i know exactly which 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 anime you're talking about yeah and you know that's one of those animes where you have to stick with it because this the, the quite literally in the first Two, yeah, two episodes. The style of the anime changes so drastically. I liked you so much better when you hid your weebness. I've never hidden my weebness, like fucking ever. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just recently you've been blossoming, and I don't like it. <laughs> but it, it, like, like, am I wrong on. though, DJ? Like, like it changes so drastically in the first like two or three. Flying episodes. armored megalodons. That's all I gotta fucking say. Yeah, that's the one. That, oh no, 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 no! That's another one. That's another one. That's another anime. That's uh, yeah. the time I reincarnated as a, as a slime. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so fucking good. I remember I texted Mustard about that one, and he was like, I texted the dude, flying armored megalodons, and he was just like, fucking no. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm done with your fucking fever dream animation. <laughs> I don't want to hear about them anymore. <laughs> he was freaked out so bad. They're getting weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting weird, dude. They're getting weird, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What else have you been up to, DJ? Is that it? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. God damn! I watched Mulan. The live action. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know what, dude? I don't get the hate. I, I don't get the hate. Now, Never do. Granted. Hold on. Now, granted. This has nothing to do with my weak spot for remakes. This has zero to do with that. I was literally looking at this movie as a critical point of view. The, the worst. The bullshit alert's going. No, like the worst sin this movie commits is that it's boring. Oh, yeah, like, writing is, is the writing not interactive? Is like is like the acting not good? Like what do you mean boring out? It's like 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 you instead of being excited about what comes next, you know exactly what's gonna come next. Oh, it's predictable. That sucks. And and in and in being able to predict that, you can let yeah. the movie play out in your head and not pay attention to a single fucking thing. Like, oh, that's, that's it. Well, I mean, only you do that because I mean, ADD as fuck. But like, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure just being predictable in itself would be pretty un- unenjoyable. Like, 
yeah. Yeah, but the but the thing yeah. is, is, is I'm not gonna play the whole fucking movie in my head like you do because you're weird. But like that, that to say like <laughs> predictability. Damn that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because <laughs> DJ, am I weird for that? <laughs> no comment. Fuck you. No, yeah, because he no, because he fucking ruins movies before they even start, bro. Like he'll fucking he'll fucking like he'll fucking see the cover of a movie, be like, oh, the baby's gonna die. And then like and then like half the time he's right and half the time he's wrong, but when he's right, he's like, Remember, bro, I called it. <laughs> Yeah, no, anyways. No, anyways. It is, it is way more than half. It is way more than half that I'm right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like two times, like, yeah, you do that sometimes. Like, because I remember, like, uh, Dead Man, where uh, I, it was at Blockbuster. I, I was checking out this movie. It's like, uh, and I, I, I rented it, was going home, and you, and you like, and you predicted the ending. And I turned to you and I said, you couldn't wait for me to actually press play first? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was like, dude, you ruined the movie for yourself before it even fucking starts, bro. Yeah. But no, but like I said, I, I do it sometimes, like, especially when he boasts. Like, remember what I told you? Like, I kind of do that myself. You so do. I yeah. Really I know you it. do. Yeah. Because I did it with uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the series. I mean, I told him, like, you know, and, and Deadman can attest to this. Like, when he was telling me, like, the premise... It's like okay, so the Avatar could do this, and the main bad guy to do this, and and word for word, I predicted. I, I, I word for word, I was like, okay, this show, I'm pretty sure it's good, but you freaking watch that final fight is going to be so freaking generic and predictable, it's not even funny. And I told him like, I, I didn't just oh, say behold, this was going to happen. Dragon Ball Z, yeah, 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 no, no, like no, like I predicted that fight to like to the T. Yeah, Isn't that right, yeah, Dave, he, man? No, yeah, he did. And I called him, and I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, by the way, I just wanted to fuck you, you prick. Yeah. And then I hung up Dude, on him, and he called I me figure, back. When I figure shows out, when I figure predictable shows out, I don't fucking say anything. I just, I just, I, I keep it to myself, and I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> that's why, that's why I couldn't watch Game of Thrones, right? I tried to watch Game of Thrones with my girlfriend, and in season one, I predicted... I correctly predicted every death and every lineage that was supposed to be a quote unquote surprise. By season eight, okay. by season yeah, I'm eight, I'm sorry, you don't get you don't get points for Sean Bean. I'm sorry, dude. It's Sean Bean. He always. I was fucking about to died. say, dude, like you really want to fucking sit there and take bragging rights for predicting Game of Thrones, bro? No, I'm talking about Jon Snow not being uh, Stark's, yeah, Stark's we, we knew that one or no, no, dead. No. Or dead. I called that one too. I also called I the call dire wolves too. that were going to die. I also called the red wedding. I called. God, was there anything I didn't call DJ? Uh, Anyways, uh, listen, listen. The atrocity of the final season. That one, yeah. What else happened in Milan? Oh yeah, getting back to Milan. Thank you, mustard. Thank you for that. We got really sidetracked. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh, honest, but that, but that's just it. Like the worst crime this movie committed was that it was boring. That's it. So, Everything else about that movie was perfectly fine. Like the 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 Chinese the Chinese mysticism that's in the original story was there. Uh, the phoenix was there in the original story. The the details of the the son and the, uh, the 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 daughters and the son and all of that was there. All of that was in the story. And uh, I watched way too much Chinese cinema because I instantly recognized most of the cast and. <clears throat> 
but that's just it. Like, like, like I, I watched this movie and I was like, yeah, the worst sin this movie commits is that it's boring. That's it. Sucks. But that's just it. Like the, the fucking absolute, you know, dumpster of shit that got thrown on this movie for that, for, for all the critics and everything. I, I'm just like, you guys are just ostensibly wrong. Like, like, like being boring and predictable is not bad. Because, of course, this movie's not meant for, you know, higher cinema fucks like you and me and DJ. Uh, th- this movie's meant for teenagers. For, er, for people who want nostalgia. Yeah, this is not meant for people like you and I. So that's it. That's that's the whole fucking, that's the whole issue. So, the idea that they shit all over it, I, I just, I don't see it. I also watched The New Mutants. Sorry, Mutants. Which one is that? The fucking is that the X Men game? The movie? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's the new movie with uh, Maisie Williams and all them. And um, again, I just didn't see the fucking problem. Like, was it like, problem with that one? Oh, dude, the the reviews are horrible on this. Everybody talks shit about it. Everybody says it's horrible. Look at this. Look at the score. Damn, it sucks. Oh. Everybody shits in this fucking movie and says that it's such a terrible movie, and that it was it was it was horrible, and like they, they should have never made it. They should have just they should have just vaulted it, never released it. And yeah, I, I mean, as a movie, it sucks. What it should have been was a it was a a long pilot. No, it was a good movie. Uh, I'm sorry, dude, for what Mirage does. This perfectly showcased her powers in a way that the comics never could. Mm. You can't argue that, I'll, dude. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. that. I'll, give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That point, yes. Yeah, no, you know, he's right about that. But no, it should have been a TV series. A pilot for a TV series. That's the freaking problem that people have with this thing. They see something there, but it's like, wait a minute, that's it? Well, this was supposed to be a fucking trilogy. This was supposed to be the set of story. <laughs> and it should have been a series, dude. Well, that's it was supposed to be a series of movies. They were setting yeah. up the stories. So it had that up. It well, everybody hated it, so they just canceled the goddamn thing. So yeah, they had my one of my favorite mutants, Cannonball, in there, and they had his backstory right, which tripped me the fuck out. Like they never get his story right outside of the original. The idea that he killed his father in a mining accident. They had magic there, uh, and they had her backstory right. They had Sunspot. Even though Sunspot's supposed to be Japanese, I didn't mind him being from South America. I didn't care. It was one of those. It was just one of those. Eh, cool. But, like, the idea that they're locked in a fucking hospital with Mirage and what she does. Yeah, dude. I was like, this is this was, this was was good. Because I know Mirage. And I know what she does. And I know how she functions as a mutant. So, I didn't fucking mind this movie at all. And the idea that so many people fucking hated it because it showed two girls kissing and it showed uh, it, it didn't have any of the classic X-Men. Get fucked. Get absolutely fucked and stay fucked. No. That was bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel that way, bro. Well, sorry. I mean, you saw it, right? Right, <laughs> Mustard? I saw a part of it. I put it on and then I fell asleep. Yeah. No, it's, it's a slow burn. It's a slow. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I still stand by statement. It should have been a fucking series. 
Literally. Not a, mo- a series of movies. I'm so sick of that shit. No, in honest to goodness, fucking TV series. They already have a New Mutants TV series. Yes, they did, and it sucked. It did suck. Well, because it had none of the good mutant, the none of the good New Mutants. They didn't have Magic. They didn't have Mirage. They didn't have Cannonball. They didn't have Lockheed. Like they had none of these. Like so, it was of course. Just... Like the, the only one I remember from there was the the guy who stretched, and like the, and that's just because he stretched his arms around like the bad guy. Plastic man, yeah, yeah. Go figure, you know. And Show them. You gave, <laughs> you know, he gave him a hug. <laughs> I will embrace you. I will hug the evil out of you. Please just stop touching me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Johnny is tackling Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, also this week, two more Oliver Tree songs have made my list. So that's yes. just something. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what my list is, we'll cover that in the music section. For now, let's go ahead and get the fucking show started. The Call of Duty Endowment's second annual Code Bowl has been announced. Eight teams from the U.S. and from the U.K. military will compete in COD uh, for charity. This is cool. The last time they did this, it was really good. Were you guys able to watch it last time? No, I never watched. I never watched competitive COD, dude. DJ, yeah, same here. It's like because it, uh, I don't know. It's like I don't know. It, it just doesn't. It just seems odd to me, you know, competitive COD. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. Well, I don't mind it between the the, the military branches because they're fucking funny, dude. Like like every every stereotypical streamer that screams "Let's go, baby!" Yeah, woo, whatever. No, these guys are just so subdued and they talk shit in the most creative ways, and it just it <laughs> it just it it pulls me over and I love dude, it. Is it like is it like battlefield type shit? Like you yeah, know, fucking tearing him a new asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Like it's straight up that kind of bullshit. Why is there music in the yeah, background? Music. I mean, there's music when you talk, mustard. There's music in the background when I talk? Yeah. Okay, give me a second. Fix that real quick. Turn off your fucking K-pop, asshole. Dude, I'm not listening to K-pop, bro. <sighs> right, okay. Why you gotta expose me like that, bro? <laughs> so they have announced that the second annual Code Bowl, which happens to also be the first ever transatlantic, transatlantic military esports competition. Hmm. Will take place on. Yeah, and I'm fucked that. I'll have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Will take place on December 11th. So, luckily, they said the date, not Wednesday or something. Yes, they did not take a book out of page out of uh, Rolling, Rolling book. Stone. Rolling <laughs> Stone. Presented by the USAA, this charity event is meant to raise awareness and funds for veteran employment, and will feature esports teams from all five departments. And from the UK's uh, military as well, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, and the Royal Navy. And this 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 year, the Marines finally made it. <laughs> hey, Bubba. <laughs> Way to go, Hangle. <laughs> Way to go, Hangle. Grave Roberts finally getting representation. <laughs> oh, just, just imagine the censorship brief they had to have with those guys. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, now you- uh, listen here. <laughs> this is Twitch. Okay, Twitch, fuck around. All right, here's a list of things you can't say. This is eight pages long. Exactly. <laughs> yo, 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 the government. Twitch owns the government. Okay. Oh god, damn it, dude. Just, <laughs> just imagine a, 
<laughs> Just imagine a room full of angles. <laughs> Fucking could it? Good lord. <laughs> Seriously, you get to the point where like, you all know talking what? to each other. <laughs> all talking and interacting. You know? I think that's the worst part is that they're all talking to each other. Oh my god. Because Hangle's fine. Just Hangle when he talks. <laughs> that's, that, that's the issue. Uh, <laughs> so the Cold Bowl will begin at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. <laughs> on December 11th, and each team will compete in the code uh, tournament-style competition. Furthermore, each team it will be captained by a popular COD streamer teamed up with another influencer and service members from the U.S. and U.K. Courage, Legion, Husker, Swag, Espresso, Vicstar, Tommy, uh, C9EM... What the fuck? Must yeah, try it again. What the hell is that, Mustard? C9EMZ. And Sprat have been announced as streamers participating so far. And more will be announced when we get closer. So that's really cool, man. And I'm glad that Marines finally got some representation in this one. So once again, uh, yeah, this is will be uh, on 10 a.m. December 11th. So tune in, support your troops, and support some good causes, folks. Moving on to the next one. Hey, Buster, remember I told you about uh, Death Stranding winning awards yesterday? You Must gotta be fucking kidding. Death Stranding wins PC <laughs> like you Game gotta, you of the gotta Year be kidding me. at the Golden Joystick Awards. The game didn't even come out this year, bro. <laughs> uh, it launched on PC in July. Are you fucking kidding me? DJ, you want to go ahead and just revel in the joy and pain that this is for him? I believe. Dude, I'm so mad. I, I don't even want to. <laughs> Death Stranding has been named PC Game <sighs> of the Year at the How? 2020 How? Golden Joystick Awards. Hideo Kojima, oh. the god himself. Fucking God, dude. The original launch on PS4 in 2019, but arrived on PC this year. There's that game sucks! <laughs> <laughs> this year's nominee reflected the diversity of PC gaming. Oh, now, yeah. Oh, oh the diversity. The diversity, bro. Wow. Only. Valve's stunning return to what? an iconic shooter series with VR-exclusive Half-Life Alex. That's right. Half-Life is as iconic as it was. Couldn't hold shit to, to the power of the Kojima. Okay, okay. to be fair, Half-Life's trash too, okay? All right? Yeah. I said it. Whatever. Paradox, Anyways. latest grand strategy masterpiece. Crusader <sighs> King 3, the heartbreaking Hades from acclaimed indie studio Supergiant. Dude, and the technical no. marvel of Microsoft's flight simulator all Oof. made the short list along the lights of Paradise Killer, uh, Valorant, uh, and yeah, the Walking Valorant Dead Saints and Center. But they all couldn't hold a candle to Death Stranding. Not a candle, bro. Not one. You guys are enjoying this way too fucking much. 
couldn't See, we even compete. had it last week, but we just had to share it with you. Well, they couldn't even up. compete, dude. They just said Wait, Kojima. you guys covered this last week? No, nope. we didn't. We didn't. Oh, okay. We, we had, had the story last week. We just said I was it. about to be fucking pissed off at you guys, dude. I was about to be, you guys brought this on twice? <laughs> just for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, we skipped so it last week. Mad at you. I'd be so fucking mad. We skipped it last week just for this week, so you can hear this. No, whatever. So when Death Stranding Dude. originally risked the PS4 in November 2019, it was uh, pipped to post uh, by Days Gone for PlayStation Game of the Year, but the PC uh. release in July offered a whole host of upgrades to Kojima's latest, including 4K resolution, ultra-wide support, to make his world even more striking than before. Oh, What's more... Fuck up, dude. I hate this. I hate Death this. Streams, I hate this. Death Stranding's themes of isolation and ultimately connection in a fractured world. Connection to what? Hold particular relevance in 2020 oh, oh, against yeah. the backdrop God, that is the coronavirus dude. pandemic. I, oh, I fucking no, can't. Brother. I fucking can't. You want to slob on the fucking knob a little harder there, guy? Of course. This isn't Kojima's first win at the Golden Joyce Stick Awards. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Can we stop? Can we stop? He claimed a lifetime achievement award in 2014, and for Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain, it won the Critics' Choice Award in 2015. And it's also okay. unlikely to be his last, as the studio is already working on its next game. Yeah, apparently he's working on a Silent Hills game now. We don't know what the fuck he's working on. Actually, he hasn't. Yeah, see, like, yeah, literally no, 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 literally, thing. he's working on a, he's working on a Silent Hills thing. It was confirmed like the other day. Look it up. This is October. No, like literally, I'm telling you, bro. It got confirmed to be a Silent Hill game. Look it up. Look like, it up, Silent, real quick. Silent Hill Kojima. Like, look it up. It got confirmed. I'm pretty sure. 2020. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right, hold on. All right, yeah, but 2020. Okay, let's see. Oh, excuse me, I got a burp off. Whew, sorry. Uh, Silent Hills for PS5 confirmed by God of War Ragnarok leaker? I no, guess. Sorry, that's not a confirmation. It's a leak. And we don't trust leaks on this show. You're right, not a confirmation, my bad. I thought it was. Accredited leaker. Yeah. I mean, they do exist. We have yet like, to find one on this show. On the show, yeah, I know, but like there's a guy who's been predicting the iPhone models since like ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> All right. There is there is such thing as credited leakers, so yeah. Yeah, just not we haven't found one on this fucking show. True that. So moving on though, because yeah, you know on. Hideo Kojima's already moved on to master the PC race. <laughs> you know what pisses me off about that? Legit. You know what you want to know what pisses me off about that? How many fucking PC there? fanboys ran to Kojima's knob and dove at it? Yeah. 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 Or or how many people are looking at that and going, yeah, this is good. This is good. This is a good choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Game of the year, man. Game of the year. Fucking Not game of my dick. <laughs> not once but twice yeah now here's yeah yeah that's all i was actually about to say so here's here's kind of something that's really funny to me when we bring this shit up because both those games were console to pc ports yeah yes 
So is it just Kojima or do you guys just have so many games you just can't decide and Kojima just steps in in the confusion? Right, because, you know, I, 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 in my personal opinion, I thought Control was going to be a good factor. I thought um, Doom Eternal was going to be a good one. You know, you know but maybe, maybe even Animal Crossing could have won. But not fucking Death Stranding, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? I I don't know, man. Have you? I bet those idiots that that like that like voted for it and never even fucking played it. They just hear Kojima and they just be, oh, it must be good. Why do you think I was making the joke in your chat yesterday, dude? Fuck you. Kojima is just too powerful. No, but here's the thing, right, DJ? Isn't that one of the things that PC Master Race people just fucking scream about? How many exclusive, awesome, incredible, groundbreaking, mother-raping games there are on their system? And then what? twice... <laughs> and then twice, the console-to-PC ports have one game of the year? Okay. Well, what they really uh, brag about... I mean, I mean, it's part of it, but no, what yeah, they really brag like, about... Know, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I mean, no, no. I mean, like I say, it's partly right, but like I say, what what they really brag about is, uh, you know, how much better this stuff will run on, you know, their machine. It's like, oh yeah, you have the console port, but we take it over to the PC. Look at this awesomeness. It's after, it we just make everything better. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> You know that's uh, you know that's that's, that's, that's one of the things that uh, PC Master Race will, will will boast about. Yeah, but I keep hearing about like their superior library of titles, and I just I, I just literally watched a, a, a console game beat every PC game they had. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they'll they'll say that. Um, I noticed that when okay. they do brag about... Is this, like, is this uh, all of a sudden fucking best game of all time or something? I thought it was just game of the year. Why all of a sudden every PC, PC game, game of ever the made year. PC game of the year. Of the year. It's not the best fucking game ever made for PC, dude. Like, quit acting like it. Like, no. It's okay, Kojima. It might as well be. It's Kojima. That's the reason it fucking won. It's because it's Kojima, bro. Like, you're, pay you're pulling at straws, bro. Not really. Strings. I'm not really. Strings. Yeah, you are. DJ? Yes, you are. DJ? The only reason it won is because it's Kojima, not because it's a fucking console port, bro. Well, I'm waiting on DJ to say something. Yeah, actually, no, yeah, you're both right. I mean, like I said, no, I mean, like, uh, Damon is, is partly right, but, you know, since that mustard is right because it, it, it literally won because of Kojima. And not to mention the That's competition it. actually wasn't uh, that good either. That's it, dude. Like, Literally, if, only... if, if if Kojima didn't exist, fucking Animal Crossing would have swept. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that the only the, the only game in that list of that current list was that actually would have uh, had a had a chance of taking Game of the Year besides Death Strategy is honestly Half Life, uh, Alexia, and I think and I think that lost. Not just because it's Kojima, because yeah, no, I mean Ko Kojima, you know, as as much as you know, you guys hate the guy, his name still carries a, a huge amount of weight in the industry. But it's also because of uh, Alexia was also a VR exclusive. Well, yeah, I mean, and, like, but that's just him. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and and a lot of people are not gonna 
uh, go into that. Like VR is like just literally too expensive. These you know too expensive, and it's kind of like the reverse Bioshock. How Bioshock didn't win Game of the Year when it came out because it didn't have multiplayer. Yeah, that was bullshit. You know, and it's kind of it's kind of similar here. It's like and it's because it's a VR exclusive. Well, not everyone has VR, and not everyone's gonna uh, freaking get VR. And that can literally hold it back. It's uh, hold it back because when I think of game of the year, I think it should be a game that everybody can enjoy in some form or another. And since it's a VR exclusive, it's it's, it's just too limited. Yeah, and for PC yeah, game of the year, enough, there wasn't enough people. There wasn't enough people playing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and for PC game of the year, console port just happened to win for the twice in our uh, still going. recent history. Still going. Still going. <laughs> Dude, no, no, stop! Like, dude, stop right there, dude! Like, don't jump into that war. It's not fucking worth it. Oh, I know it's not, but I mean, just, no, just yeah, watching no, Mustard squirm uncomfortably is more than enough for me. Why? Because you're an asshole. Not, yeah. I'm not gonna let that make me squirm. You're squirming. It's every day. Oh, squirming! <laughs> like a little worm. All right, moving on. Moving on. Theme Park uh, Super Nintendo World is opening in February. Why? Have you not been, been paying attention to the news? Apparently not. Apparently COVID Apparently they have, and I just don't care. Hope it doesn't apply to Nintendo, bro. Oh, no. No, you got to call it the Rona. Uh so Theme Park fans went wild earlier this week when Universal Studios Japan dropped the first look wild. at the... At the widely anticipated, that's bad writing, that's wild twice, uh, or the widely anticipated, that's widely my fault, I'm just dyslexic. Bad reading, actually, dumbass. Yeah, I'm just dyslexic. At the widely anticipated <laughs> Super Nintendo World. Believe it or not, that image above isn't an illustration or a drawing, it's a photograph of the very real park landing at Universal's Osaka-based theme park on February 4th next year. I thought that was a fucking render. So did I, but I guess not. Nope, that uh, is an I'll actual it, place. Yeah, I'll give it this. Their attention to the detail. That's sick. That's like a living video sick. game? That's freaking awesome. What That's the sick. fuck? That's sick. I want to I wanna go there. Yeah, me too. Dude, I thought that was a render. I'm not even fucking what around. That is not yeah. a render. That's awesome. That's... Can, can you point out one fucking thing here that looks real? <laughs> the stairs rails? Oh, the sky? The stairs and the rails. Oh yeah, there you go. That's what got me. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, look at that. Even the uh, the shrubs look kind of like the video game pixels. Yo, whoever took this fucking picture needs a better camera. Because <laughs> that shit looks like goddamn. That shit looks. It looks pixelated. It could just be the resolution on your Mac, dude. It's 1080p. No, like the, it doesn't matter what my my Mac my Mac display is 4K. So oh. this this yeah this should not be rendered. Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. The fucking picture is probably only in 1080. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right though. That's the only thing that looks real is the goddamn stairs. The, the stairs, yeah. That's what got me. I was like, oh, look at the stairs. What There's two the sets you can see them. Yeah, like right here. Yeah, and right, and right there. Here. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, those are the only things that look real in my opinion. Nothing else <laughs> Everything looks else real. looks fucking Mario World. Nothing Super looks Mario real. World. Oh my That's god. Awesome. 
You know what, dude? Mustard, we're taking Ashton and we're going here. I'm down. Why not? Jesus Christ. You know what? We're dragging DJ and DJ's doing acid with us, too. We're going to have a phobia of fucking Mario afterwards. I'm good with it. Worth it. (laughs) I'm 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 good with it. (laughs) Had to end sometime. Hey, maybe yeah, the phobia was the phobia was gonna happen sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe now I'll start appreciating Genesis. Probably not. Uh, but let's see. When it debuts next year, guests will be able to play within the world of Nintendo for the very first time. The five hundred and eighty million dollar expansion is nothing short of perfection, filled with fire piranha plants, question boxes, and thwomps. So let's take the yeah. Let's take the time to dive into warp pipe packed detail. Are there rides? Yes. The flagship attraction, uh, Koopa's Challenge, is housed within Bowser's Castle. Look at this. Guests will board a four seat vehicle and transport themselves to the world of Mario via an augmented reality headset. While they'll race through the courses of the famed game, throw shells, and race along others uh, in battle, they really can win or lose. Look at this. This doesn't look fucking real. No, that strap looks like a Nintendo video game. What the fuck, dude? DJ, are you tripping? Or is it it just me? I mean... Tripping. Make no mistake on that. I love this. Details of the full ride experience are likely to emerge later, but there was one cryptic line in the park's press release. The powerful scale of the statue makes one feel as if Bowser will suddenly start to move, which makes me think there may be more to those castle walls than meets the eye. In the second ride, Yoshi's Adventure, look at this. You will see guests riding Yoshi in order to help Captain Toad locate a golden egg, all while traveling outdoors. Right, the- fucking Yoshi, bro? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Look at I'm this. In. This doesn't look real. What the actual fuck, dude? No, that doesn't look real like, at all. This looks, this looks like, this looks like a the regular... The leather looks real? Like the black, the black metal and the leather looks real? Yeah, that's it. That's Everything it. Else looks rendered. Everything <laughs> looks rendered, dude. Even the fucking safety rails look rendered. That's crazy to me, bro. That's oh actually my, I'm getting a headache, dude. <laughs> that's sick. That's that's actually sick. Oh, no. You may dude. have heard rumors that visitors will be able to do things Mario does in the games only in real life, and they're true. No, we're not taking plumbing. We're not talking plumbing or making those overalls fashionable at the Nintendo <laughs> World. Yeah. He can actually take part in some of the best parts of the famed video games. What does that mean? What does it mean? What are these? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> power up beds. What the fuck is a power bed? The functionality <laughs> comes in the way of a power Okay, so it's explaining. Which allows guests to punch blocks, collect virtual coins, sync scores to one smartphone, compete in, uh, with other attendees, and even participate participate in key challenge attractions. What the actual fuck? Dead is too excited about this, folks. I'm robbing someone and I'm going here. Arrest me in Japan. <laughs> How much do you think it's going to cost? That's another thing. Because it's Japan, I'm not. I'm not thinking very much. Yeah, I was about to say they don't usually. They don't usually price gouge on things. No, like no, they don't. So, look, even the power of band itself is only thirty-two bucks. 
but it punch blocks, collect virtual coins, sync scores. So everyone's smart, dude. That's sick. Yeah, see, like yeah, like like so Something... for thirty two dollars, you get to literally play like Mario. Something like this in Disney would be sixty seventy dollars. Eighty. 120. Yeah, something along that line. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) We'll we'll let you know when you get there. For 32 bucks. Wow. It's kind of depressing. I wish that was a joke, but they're not wrong, people, about the Disney thing. Yeah. Those bands would be super expensive. Yeah. So will this ever come to America? Yes, it is coming stateside. Eventually, Sort of. The entire land is intended to be built at Universal Epic Universe, a major third theme park set to open at Universal's Orlando Resort. Fuck, it's got to be in Florida. Unfortunately, construction is currently on hold. I don't want to go anymore. I'd rather go to Japan. And it is still... I'll go to Florida if I have to. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't care. No, for this experience, dude, I don't give a damn. I'd rather go to I'd rather go to Japan. We're gonna be the three biggest fucking giants there. Imagine yeah. what we're gonna be looking like walking through that whole place, just the three of us. Dude, like literally, we wouldn't be able to fit anywhere. <laughs> we look like Seriously. fucking ants in Lord of the Rings, bro. <laughs> we'd literally be like walking around, hitting our head on everything. <laughs> just fuck, fuck out, bumper. All right, hold on. I got this one. Nope. So could have gone to Florida. ET Adventure Quest. Uh, et Appreciation Point. Or is that? I think that no man. ET Adventure Q Appreciation Points, bro. I thought it was French for a second. My bad. F- <laughs> oh boy. I thought What's it was French. Wrong with you, bro? I thought it was French. Read, read much, my guy? I thought it was French. I was trying to be multilingual. Fuck you. Anyways. You're not? No, you're bad at it. I'm, I, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, this is just tripping me the fuck out, bro. I can't do this. Look how fucking fake this looks. Fucking love it. Oh, look, look, look. There are the, the Yoshis you ride. Look, right there. You see him? Wait, I can't see. No, those things right there. Look, look, that's the Yoshi. There's the Yoshi. Well, I can't ride a Yoshi. <laughs> oh my God, we beat it's decapitated. Official. Look, it's official, boys. <laughs> look, we beat decapitated, bro. Yeah. I uh, please, <sighs> please enjoy your Yoshi ride. Hey, that ceiling seems a little. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Peach butter bake one hell of a cake. <laughs> Somebody wake mustard up. We're coming to the end of it. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> oh my god, damn it, dude. No. I oh, we're sorry folks that we're spending so much time on this, but if you please look this up. This is on sci-fi.com. The Super Mar- Super Nintendo World Theme Park Universal Japan. It, Google it. Yeah, it is just amazing. Google it. Like, seriously, Google it. Not, not being a joke. Like, this is sick. Oh, wow. I get, we gotta move on, because I can just stare at that and just pick yeah, new you're, shit You're out. literally still on video games, and it's been over an hour. It has not been over an hour. It's almost been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It hasn't been over an hour. It's been an hour. <laughs> People are using the Series X 
and the Series S to emulate PlayStation 2 games. Well, since fucking Sony won't do it. Nobody's going to do it. Fuck. They've been using people's... They've well, been using people people Switch, it. too. Like I told you guys. So retro game enthusiasts are showing off performance of many old PS2 games running on Microsoft's new generation console hardware. The video below uh, from Modern Vintage Gamer. Hey, we know him, DJ. Yeah, yeah. We actually know that guy. Uh, Shows several Sony classics running on the Series S via the console's developer mode. How does it work? Well, once in developer mode, Xbox hardware could run UWP or the Universal Windows platform. Uh... An open source emulation software uh, retro arc. Oh. That's neat. <clears throat> retro arc has issues. Files are kept in size, limiting the library of games currently available, while performance, music, and visuals in many games still need a bit of, bit of tweaking. Uh, it's also impressive to see the performance of these games straight out of the box, as it were. The PS2 version of Silent Hill 2, for example, looks nicer than the edition included in the PS3 uh, 360. Silent Hill HD collection. Got that right. I forgot that came out. It looked like ass. Yeah. It did, Kenobi lost their freaking source files. Jeez. Yeah. Of course, no backwards compatibility for any PS2 or 3 games on the PS5. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I really... Or some bullshit. I want to... We're clicking it. Oh, my God. Fourteen ah, minutes, ah. yeah. Uh... In the last episode, no. we talked about amazing emulation on the Xbox Series S and introduced developer mode, a feature that was added to the Xbox One line of consoles. <clears throat> so let's move forward here. Yeah. I don't like these videos because yeah, we basically loopholed and ran through a bunch of back alleyways in the software to get to be able to do this. No average consumer is going to be able to do this, but we did it and we made a video. <laughs> Look how good that looks. Outweigh the negatives. And the emulation yeah. is shaping up to be very So they're finally experiencing uh, this kind of stuff that PC players have been doing usual, for a long time. A whole slew of games. Yeah. So, but th- what this makes it is this makes what we predicted uh, months ago about the Series S and the Series X. Problem or whatever. Like, remember, they were like, oh, we can't do it, we can't do it. It's like, yeah, you fucking can. Well, we, we predicted straight up that this was going to be more of a PC than anything else. And this is just this is just proving it. Uh, yeah, Carlos has been uh, leaning towards basically being PC you know, life for a while. Just the PlayStation 3, uh, Xbox 360 era. Yeah. Especially PS, especially PlayStation 3. Like, you can, you can add a whole uh, third-party OS on that. PlayStation 3 literally a PC light, yeah. 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 Oh, wow, Mustard. Look, it's Ico. Dude, I'm seeing this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look how good that looks. That That is fucking amazing, dude. Look how good Ico looks. Wow, man. For those of you who don't know, Ico was problematic for the PlayStation 2, namely because it was such a large game, and it had so much in it. It didn't, it didn't render correctly half the fucking time. Yeah, but like the the what we just saw, what we, that was perfectly rendered. Looked really good, actually. Yeah. Oh my God, they did God of War. Let's look at the God of War one. 
Wow, look at that. See, this That's is some old school shit, man. <laughs> shit, it's got nostalgia heart. Like, look at this. Look at Time Splitters mustard. Oh, dude. Oh man, I've missed that game. Look how good that looks. Look, look. The guy's the guy's pants are actually uh, round. <laughs> 1440, 144 FPS. <laughs> look, 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 look. His pants are round, not square. I thought they were square. I personally would go with the PS2 version, but it's great to know that you can indeed play Time Splitters 2 on a modern console in 2020. Look at that. That is fucking amazing. Mustard, didn't you get banned from like the Time Splitters 3 multiplayer? Yep. From 360? Yeah, yes. the 360, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Look at Shadow of the Colossus. Well, Shadow of the Colossus already has a remaker, so I'm not really too stoked about it. The remake looks fucking fantastic, too, so. And of course, like, like we said before, like we're looking at this, and like, like I, I know a lot of folks will would, would watch this video and be like, "Oh, it just kind of looks like old school graphics." No, no. What you don't understand is that in old in in the original games, the graphics didn't look this good. Like they we didn't just look good, that good. No, because you guys also got to take into account your fucking your composite TV that only had five LEDs in the fucking thing. You know. <laughs> Yeah, your CRT TV, you know what I mean? That, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta take into account that. You gotta take into account the fucking output cables are probably not as optimized as they are today with fiber optivity and all that stuff. Like, dude, that's what I don't get, bro. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on a little rant here. If no, you guys go, go, go for it. We're, we're, that's we're... what I fucking don't get, because people people love to hate on games because of the graphics. Like, like oh, like the Halo 5, or oh, the Halo Infinite. Oh, good, it looks like Halo 1, <laughs> whatever. Dude, they don't understand that, like, like 10 years ago. Let's just, let's just, let's just say that 10 years ago, 2010, Easily. right? Yeah, yeah. We had, we had the fucking 360. We had we had Oblivion. We had fucking Skyrim. Those games looked like ass. Those games looked looked look like ass, dude. Yeah, they did. We played we played Castle Crashers. We played fucking Resident Evil. Those games all had block characters. Like <laughs> a game's graphics does not define the game quality. I I and I can't say that enough. And, and, and the further that we progress into this console war, and the further that we progress into PC Master Race and all that shit, we lose that. You know, we lose that. Like. Well, it doesn't have to look good, you know? It doesn't have to be fun. That's the point of the game, right? Well, I mean, like, yeah, look at the game Carrion. It is very 16-bit, uh, but it's yeah. an, it's an it awesome, is. fun fucking game. Uh, yeah. when, uh, Among Us literally is animated cartoon. by... Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's animated by three guys. Look at Maximo, D uh, DJ. That was one of DJ's favorite games. Yeah. And Okami. And Okami, too. Oh, then you fucking have Death Stranding, an ultra 4K resolution where you can see Norman Reedus' fucking third nipple, you know? Like, it's like, who cares? Who fucking cares? Is the game good? No, 
that game's trash, dude. Like, oh, your mom's dead. She was the president. She was your mom. She was the president, and now she's dead. Carry her body to go burn it. Here you go. But the Golden First, Joystick Awards... The, the Golden Joystick Awards disagree with you, bro. Apparently, <laughs> dude. Apparently. This is... Oh, yeah. This was... Uh, God, what was the name of this game? God Hand. God Hand. That's what it was. This yeah. game was terrible. Yeah, it was. Oh, burn out three. Take down. Oh, God. The whole Burnout series was a lot of fun. Remember it was. The, the Nugget? Oh, yes. The Tater Nut. Fuck that. The Tater Nut. There you go. Yeah. One of our friends literally spent $20 to get a, a destructive RC car. Oh, Rule of Rose. Seriously, it almost like nothing could fucking destroy that thing, dude. Just Mustard. The... Remember Rule of Rose? Mm, I'm, I'm having really hard nostalgia here. I'm trying not to cry. This is the Okay, folks, for those of you who don't know, Rule of Rose was one of the only games in history that gave fucking Mustard nightmares. Really? Games? Yes. I should look up this. Yeah. It's a scary fucking game, dude. Yeah, no, the thing is, is that it, it's not even, it's not even like jump scare, boo-hoo-hoo. No, dude, it's all psychological. It's so fucking good. Wait, wait, is it comparable to Eternal Darkness? Yeah, actually, it's like right, it's right up there, yeah. I'd say it's better, because Eternal, oh. Dark, Eternal Darkness relied heavily on the, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah true it was a lot of, it was very mysterious yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm sorry like those, those, those sanity mechanics those sanity mechanics damn yeah well the, the sanity mechanics kind of like were arbitrary but it was it was just i, I hated the i hated the story being like okay well you might be going insane and therefore you might be posing a a a, a, a danger to other people maybe like, the <laughs> thoughts about graphics versus quality. No, and, yeah, it, yeah, and it's yeah. something we always—it's something we always argue on this show that we we enjoy a good game, a a a, a, a game worth playing, versus a game yeah. that looks good. Looks good, yeah, exactly. Am I having fun? Do I know what's going on? Is the story interesting to me? Like that, those are important things that we seem to just skip nowadays. For oh, dude, look at that grass, bro! <laughs> you know, like, there's you, like a, ten more dollars for realistic sweat. There's a there's a guy on TikTok who goes around in every Call of Duty and just finds really well rendered pieces of the map. Like his, he he was like, man, this is a nice water heater. It's so well rendered. It's perfectly round. Man, Call of Duty has nice water heaters. He'll he just fucking do that's his whole TikTok channel. He'll go to just random parts of the map and look at a piece that looks really well rendered and just comment on it. And I thought that was hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. That's fucking, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, dude. Look at this control panel. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, those buttons look mighty symmetrical, dude. Yes, you 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 get it. You that's it. You're getting it. Like you're not even exaggerating. So let's yeah, go it's ahead. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious! I don't know what you want me to say. It's funny. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, move on. God damn! I don't want I don't want to get lost in another tangent. So was as we learned last week or the week before, Mads Mikkelsen is replacing Johnny Depp. As Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts three, all three of us on this show say that's fucking bullshit. 
Yeah, what are you going to do, though? So he says that uh, the tricky part of replacing John Luke Depp is it's going to be me, so there's a difference. Uh, he spoke about it when he expects difficulties in taking the role will be. According to Entertainment Weekly, Mickelson was asked how his take on the Dark Wizard would be different to Depp's portrayal. And he says, well, it's going to be me, so that's different. You know, man. Uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, right, duh. You know, man. What do you plan on doing acting-wise there, dumbass? Mm. I like Mads Mickelson, but I already, this is... Mm. I hate the situation. Yeah. yeah. Once again, Dad and gets I, screwed over. And I hate the idea that I know Mads Mickelson is a good guy because there's been so much press about who the, who the guy is as, as, you know, as, as a person. I can't imagine this is easy for him. And I really can't imagine the pressure he's under from Warner Brothers to put a fucking smile on and go dance in front of the cameras. You know what I mean? Wonder if like him and Johnny Depp like talked. I don't know, man. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. So he says the tricky part uh, we're still working that out. Uh, there has to be a bridge between Johnny and me. At the same time, also have to make it my own. But also we have to find a few links to the previous versions of the character and some bridges so it doesn't completely detach from what he's already masterfully achieved. I gotta tell you, dude, I watched these movies once and Johnny Depp was by far one of the better parts of it. Sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mickelson will, technically speaking, be the third actor to play Grindelwald. Uh, Colin Farrell took the role for the first movie, albeit as Percival Graves, an alter ego for Grindelwald achieved through transfer transfiguration magic after being unmasked. Uh, Depp played the real version of Grindelwald for the second film. It remains to be seen how the third installment will deal with the change, but the, the Wizarding World series does, of course, have the handy get out of claws magic card to fall back on because of Polyjuice Potion. Yep. DSX I took the Polyjuice Potion and I never came back. Hold this, hold this fucking thing in the book. Yeah. Easily fixable. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's essentially a trump card. Yeah. But it is kind of what you do when you write yourself into a world of magic. Well... Okay, so like one of the one of the problems that comes up when you talk about Polyjuice Potion, especially the Deathly Hollows, right? Um, Don't you dare try to sound educated to about Harry Potter to me, sir. Hey, the, the 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 deal is out there. The deal is out there. It's it's on you, social media guy, to spread the fucking word and get ten people on our Patreon by the end of December. It's on hey. you. I'm not the one begging you to read the fucking books. I'm yes, just saying, don't act like you know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, you are. DJ. I said you should. I'm not saying, bro, you fucking need to. No, I'm saying you DJ. should. If you want to sound smart about Harry Potter, you should at least read the books. For fuck's yeah. sake, DJ, step in. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's right. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Last week, that part, that was, that was bad, dude. Like, What happened? Oh, oh, we, we talked about Harry, be, uh, uh, Snape being a, a Horcrux for Snape. Yeah, and it was just one of those. Or Snape dude, being a Horcrux for Harry. Yeah, it, it's, it's literally one of those, dude. If you read the books, 
You wouldn't have said something so stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, don't it, know. yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, it's one of those, dude. It's like one of those. Uh, well, no, I'm addressing something that's that's actually explainable. So yeah, read the books. No, no, that's no. That's all no. I can really honestly say. Okay, so in the Deathly Hollows, they all take Polyjuice oh, Potion to look like Harry to fly to the Weasley's house to draw out the Death Eaters, right? In the movies. Okay, yes, in the fucking movies. We're just, they're just, we're just setting the record straight for the listeners. Yeah, well, yeah. It's obvious really I haven't read the to. books. Obvious I haven't read the books, so it's the only thing I can speak from experience on. Exactly. I know, I was driving the nail a little further. So, yeah, uh, so many people are like, why didn't they just dress Harry up as a muggle and send him in muggle transportation? And it's like, uh, two main reasons. One, that we're drawing out the Death Eaters, and two... Gee, I wonder who this one random muggle in muggle transportation showing up to a magical house belonging to the Weasleys is. Doesn't quite fucking work. <laughs> in the movies. In the- <laughs> Fuck you. I'm dude. No, I'm sorry. This is a corner you put yourself in. I, I no, like I'm sorry, What's, dude. No. Dude, would he would he get so like when he tries to sound all educated of me by Harry Potter? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, know. no, I'm sorry, dude. No. This is your this is a this is your own prison, so no. I'm sorry. Okay, I, yeah, I, I and can't. I'm strictly speaking within the realm of the movies. You, exactly. So I but that's like just one it. of those, yeah. In the movies, so I'm you know, speaking but, strictly in the sense of the fucking movies. You're the assholes yeah. who keep going, Well, in the book. Yeah, Fuck the you, you're talking you about the movies. The, you mean straight from the source, you know, straight from the original creator's brain. She was the fucking yeah. screenwriter Unlike of the movies. Unlike the movie that has been filtered and altered for general audience. She was oh, the screenwriter for the movies. Yeah, she was yeah, the screenwriter. Yeah, but she, even she knew you have to change stuff because movies and books are different formats and people consider each media in different ways. Look, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, then dude, now it's no. her fault for not writing the screenplay sorry, the way dude, she wrote no, the book? No, no, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. It's a prison of your own making, and you know what you have to do to stop this embarrassment. Yeah, get to end people on the Patreon so I can read the books and give a book report. No, we just, just, or just read or just buy the freaking book or just freaking Logic, read unless you read the books, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm speaking on the I'm speaking on the movies. I don't have to read the fucking movies and the books to speak on it, right? What kind of fucking no 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 no? What kind of fucking elitist bullshit is that? What the fuck kind of gatekeeping bullshit is that? No, no, you're, you're taking it and running with it now. Like, no, you're taking it somewhere else. Well, no, oh, now, now you piss me off, dude. Now you're fucking oh, gatekeeping. Here we go. Now you're fucking gatekeeping, dude. Now don't say shit unless you've read every fucking piece of history. Fuck you. Then you're not allowed to have a fucking commentary on Star Wars. Christ, this is too fucking good. You done? No, listen to me. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, don't get in your little lecture voice with me about Harry Potter, mister. That's literally it. Once again, I'm speaking about the fucking movies, dude. You assholes are gatekeeping, saying I can't have an opinion unless you've read the fucking book. We're fucking with you. An educated opinion, anyway. Oh, so you've read every fucking Star Wars book? I mean, I don't care physics, but I don't fucking know what the the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, (laughs) but that's just it, dude. You can comment on it from from a perspective of what your limited scope is. You haven't read have, every fucking. It's okay to not know things, dude. I know it's okay to not know things, but you trying to tell me that I can't have a fucking opinion unless I've read <laughs> the books is bullshit. That's not what I said, but okay. 
Literally, that's what that's what DJ's saying. You can't have an educated opinion unless you've read the books. Fuck you. You haven't read every fucking Star Wars novel, so therefore you can't have an educated opinion about Star Wars. This is too fucking good. No, uh, dude. I, you oh, know what? Yeah, Honestly, I, I fucking... Headache, but man, this I fucking right hate, up. No, I, hate, I fucking hate gatekeeping, dude. I hate it. Dude, mm. we're not gatekeeping anything. Dude, literally, you're making a gatekeeping. All we're trying to say is, like, it sucks... It sucks that this happened to Johnny Depp and Harry Potter has a lot of loopholes in its story. That's it. Back to the podcast, okay? Fuck you guys. Thank you. Eh, we love you too. Yes. In all reality though, yes we do. We I do. really do fucking hope that Mads makes good with Johnny Depp. I we'll end on that. Yeah, same. I I hope I hope they like I hope they text at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> This up. is uh, this, this well. This I, is a tough transition. You know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna smoke some weed in the bushes. <laughs> we're Baron the Manson. <laughs> Might have to do it in private because for some freaking reason Hollywood just it seems determined to make Johnny Depp cinematic poison. Because of Amber Heard, <sighs> yeah. You know, seriously, like everything he touches seems like everyone. You know, it seems like Hollywood just has to try and screw this guy over. Yeah, because of Amber Heard, right? Yeah, and, and while and she is just bullshit. flying high and can do no wrong, and yeah. there's there's getting, there's communities she's on Twitter for more movies and yeah, yeah. There, and there's communities on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, name the fucking social media platform. There are communities literally just geared against her, and nothing's mm-hmm. nothing's happened. So no, fuck because her. you want to know why contracts? That's literally why. Well. Truth be told, Johnny Depp has been kind of a problem child for Warner Brothers since Pirates. The 90s? No, no, yeah. no, since Pirates. Oh, okay. So I, I, I think they just kind of took this as the opportunity to get rid of him contractually. Wait, wait, you was he so? hard to work with in Pirates or something? No, 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 no. He's, uh, they tried to make a Pirates movie without him. I think it was what uh, mustard was it the third or fourth one? Dead, dead men tell no tales. Some I, I don't remember which one. But they tried I don't to, remember which one it is, which installment it is, but that's the name of the movie. Yeah, so they tried to um, they tried to kind of like write him out of the movie, and then write uh, Orlando Bloom and uh, what well, I forgot her name. They tried to write him out of the movie, and the movie was just it, it just fucking bombed. Like they, 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 they were, and then when people addressed it, were like, "Well, you have no reason not to bring Johnny back. You have no reason not to bring Orlando Bloom back or Kira Knightley. That's your name. Yeah, I have no reason not to bring Kira Knightley back. You guys are just trying to move the franchise away from them. So now, so 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 Warner Brothers was kind of stuck with Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley. But Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom both got written out because now Kira Knightley's character." Uh, Elizabeth Swan has a kid and she has to stay by the shore. Orlando Bloom has taken over um, the Flying Dutchman. So now he's the one ferrying souls to the other side. But that still leaves Johnny Depp's character, Jack Sparrow. And once again, they have no reason not to bring him back. Mm. So I think Warner Brothers just took this as an opportunity to get rid of him. Weird. I mean... I can partly see Warner Brothers, uh, I guess, confusion over the whole thing. Well, maybe, or maybe frustration because the original Pirates movie was supposed to be Orlando Bloom's character, supposed to be the main character. Mm-hmm. But 
let, 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 let's all face reality. <laughs> Jeff pretty much, pretty much ruled that movie. He's like, no, you ain't the main character. I am. He stole the movie. He did. <laughs> and the guy was like, okay. He didn't just steal the movie, dude. He freaking like he he became the movie. Yeah, he he was the I, he was the icon of the franchise. And like I said, I think that's what Warner Brothers was doing. Warner Brothers was just waiting for the right opportunity to get rid of him with as little blowback as possible, and this was it. Oh man, because I was getting a lot of blowback. Yeah, and the thing is, I watched the very first episode of the Animaniacs. And uh, they kind of uh, poke fun at all the Warner Brothers tickets that are on there, which is DC, Wonder Woman, Batman, uh, Harry Potter, uh, Pirates. Oh, you mean the remake? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I I just think I just think Warner Brothers sees the opportunity. Yeah, they did. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. I saw the remake too. You saw the stab they did at Johnny Depp. Not yet, not yet. I, I I've only watched oh. the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like, oh fuck you, Animaniacs, Jesus. I I, I do like how they uh like they, they actually literally said like we did meta first, and I'm like, yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, we, they pretty did. You know, can't lie about that. Yeah, but, they, you know, they that, did. But that, one stab, that really got me. But it, it, it's an overall. It's good, but. Just a little warning. Just brace yourselves for something. Just like one of those, huh? That. Don't make no. That doesn't really fit. Dude, I love Animaniacs. Well, they're so adult. They've been in. Uh, they've been in development for two years. They've been shopping for Hulu, or for somebody to pick them up, and for a year and a half, and then Hulu finally got them. So that's that's exactly where we stand. That's probably why that information is a little outdated. Hmm. Yeah. I remember, like they were like they were like looking for something, and I found Prince. And then there's like she's holding literal prints. Yeah, musicians. prints. <laughs> and then he's like, "No fingerprints." And then she's, fucking I don't want to. <laughs> prince has this. Yeah, like no, no. Like Prince has this. Like, huh? like look on his face. And she's like, "I don't think so." <laughs> yeah, that's the line. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> and I was uh, just like, "Wait, what?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like as a fucking adult, dude, fucking <laughs> record scratch. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> She's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, what? This, she, this, this man just asked her to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to give Prince one of the, you know, you know, the Shanghai surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a look at this. Uh, moving on, because honestly, yeah, we can spend all day just screaming "fuck Amber Heard" to the heavens. New Van Helsing movie is reportedly in development at Universal. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I know you guys hate it, but you know what? It's a good movie. <laughs> I know. I don't uh, I don't mind uh, Shut up, uh, Helsing. I watch it every once in a while. Yeah, Shut exactly. Up. Right. Shut up. But... No, but no, 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 but, no, no, Dead man, dead man, dead man, dead man. You got to look at it. You got to you gotta give Van Helsing the same mentality you give Terminator. No. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. You're not there for lore. You're not there to, to to hear a good story. You're there to watch Hugh Jackman kill some fucking monsters, dude. But and that's what I wanted to see. Instead, I got fucking Underworld Light. It was <laughs> yeah, shit. Dude, that's the point. It was he still kills monsters, bro. 
he it was shit okay i we got underworld fucking light we got underworld lacroix edition thank <laughs> where they took the, the most horrible elements of underworld and had a really good writer stand in the building over and scream van helsing while they were writing that fucking movie that's it that's how far we got with that fucking movie it was garbage it was a hot piece of shit and yeah, here, well, I yeah. think you're being too harsh on it, okay? I absolutely am. Don't get me wrong. This is all a personal opinion. I understand. I, I enjoyed for... watching Hugh Jackman cut open Dr. Jekyll with a fucking crossblade, bro. I That shit was cool. As yeah, an cool. kid and sure. as a fucking 25-year-old adult male, I will say that shit's cool. The, my problem is, right, is that fucking... Uh, Kate Beckinsale's character literally survives <laughs> vampire attacks. She survives being thrown out of a building. She survives, you know, all sorts of crazy shit. She survives. Van Helsing as a as a werewolf tackles bite, her. Tackles her. Doesn't even bite her. He just tackles her like straight up. Just takes her down like a fucking <laughs> shoplifter. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> the Alzheimer pa- the, the tackling Alzheimer patient. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's it. That, that And she's done. She's done. Maybe it was a delayed reaction to everything else. No. <laughs> no. <that's it. laughs> no, this movie was just my, ass. Yeah. My problem with uh, Van Helsing, because like I said, I, mean, I do enjoy the movie. It's, it's, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, but my problem with Van Helsing is like, number one, there's too much talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number two, like I don't know why, but there's a lot. Uh, the characters, the majority of the characters are really bland. Yeah. You know the character, the chemistry is like not there. Like there's there was only two. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's only three aspects of the movie that that really honestly keeps me going. Like one is Dracula. That Which guy is just. I, I'm sorry. His over the topness. Just I love it. I, I love his over the topness. It's just freaking nuts. But that's just it. He wasn't over the top. He was right at the precipice of over the top, and then just stopped. And that's 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 a ruined, that's a ruined orgasm. That's like that's, almost that's, that's etching for you, buddy. Yeah, that's almost getting there and not getting it. You want to know over the top? Jim Carrey as Riddler. That was over the top. That's way over the top. But that's about, about, uh, just want to know yeah, but, but, but then again, that's Jim Carrey normal. So I was about to say, just Jim Carrey. <laughs> you know? So no. I can't really c- compare that. But okay, uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll go another well, direction. Dracula dead and loving it. That's over the top. That's over the top. Yeah, that's over the top. Oh, but th- th- it was supposed to be like that. But that's what I mean, though. Like, the, like they reached the over the top status. This guy doesn't get it. He doesn't hit that status. He just he hits right below it. You're like, yes, yes, yes. Give him to the camp. Give oh, good lord, <laughs> mustard. Am I wrong? Anyway, am I wrong, mustard? Wrong <laughs> mustard, come on, back me up on this one. Nah, he doesn't go full cage. Yeah, he, he, right. he doesn't, dude. I'm sorry, oh, like, yeah, and it's disappointing. Wait, that is disappointing. I would love to see. I would love to see him go full cage. Oh no! Oh my God! Nicholas Cage is Dracula. <laughs> oh, oh, dude! No, the world is We've not ready it. for that. We've done I'm it. I put it on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, no, the world is not ready for that. But anyway, another aspect of the movie I did like was honestly the Frankenstein character. 
That was great, and it was a new. <laughs> okay. So anyway. A picture in every scene with Nick Cage now. I'm going to suck your blood. <laughs> we were fighting together. Evil incarnate. <laughs> I am a vampire. <laughs> Good lord. You guys want to breathe now? I can't. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> Read the thing. Read the thing. <laughs> According to Deadline Sources, Universal is developing the original horror thriller set in the world of Van Helsing and inspired by the studio's legacy of monster horror films. James Wan, my man, will produce his under will produce under his Atomic Monster Production Company. Oh wow. He's got his own company for that shit? Yep. That's cool. The reporter makes clear that Avery's film is set in the world of the vampire hunter rather than necessarily being a Van Helsing fronted film. <laughs> that the world is, of course, adapted from Bram Stoker's Dracula novel in which Van Helsing leads a team in a campaign against Count Dracula. Okay. Nick Cage. God, just got back to you. This film will follow The Invisible Man, Universal's most recent monster movie reboot, and the first of the studio's new direction for its monster portfolio, following the abandonment of its interconnected dark universe plans. According to Deadline, the success of The Invisible Man means that the possibility of an R-rated for this Van Helsing project is on the table. Avery Overlord was also notably dark and gory. And so Grizzly approached <clears throat> the subject may be possible. Success of the Invisible Man, huh? <gasps> yeah. Okay. Like I said, I mean, I didn't like it, but I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't a success. Um, it was a I mean, success. So that's we so can see more monster movies then. <laughs> My fucking chest hurts, bro. Dude, I'm, I'm like hot. I'm like getting warm from laughing. <laughs> I I can't I had to, I had to like totally just take that out of my brain because I'm literally I was literally reimagining every scene with just Nick Cage instead of the guy who did it. Oh god. Ugh. Oh boy. Anyway, how does that not make you laugh, DJ? Like legit, dude. Because oh, he's no, not picturing like, it. No, 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 no. It's freaking it. hilarious. But I'm trying to freaking keep focused because otherwise I probably end up like Dead Man. You probably end up like his bolts just cackling. <laughs> you probably yeah, have to exactly, edit like. Exactly. See, I'm not thinking about it because I know if I think about it, I'll be done. So, <laughs> yeah, My lungs you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's too funny. It, it really is. But right now, I'm just like just trying to focus here. So, okay, all right, all right. He already played a vampire once. Okay, guys. Uh, once Ooh. bitten, twice shy. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. <sighs> and after eight days of an agonizing pain, the vampire died. <laughs> Oh, Wait, yeah. that's Chuck Norris. That's Chuck Norris. Uh, he also played a wizard, so let's not forget that. Uh, that was the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <sighs> Nick Cage is set for state, bro. I can't, I can't, I'm trying so go hard. The, go, the, 
dead man. Jeez. I'm trying so hard to move on, dude. I'm sorry, but that fucking remember that scene in Van Helsing when he screams at the three women, and then like he his stop, his, his stop. face morphs. <laughs> His oh, face morphs, then he yeah, comes back. Yeah, no, like, don't make me think about it. Come on, let's go. You don't need the face morph with Nick Cage. It's already scary. Yeah, that's what I mean, dude. Like, it's not going to be a face morph. It's just Nick Cage screaming at them. Screaming at you. Oh, I'm sorry, my darlings. You, you understand <laughs> who I am. Fuck up, man. God damn. I'm really trying to keep focus here. My babies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, I'm getting detailed. It's funny, but I'm trying to keep focused. Like, someone on this podcast got to keep track. We're <laughs> to be together, Van Helsing. <laughs> All right, stop. What's the next article? Uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Sorry, Peter talking Dinklage. a bit to read. <laughs> Yes, right. Peter Dinklage has been attached to the legendary uh, Toxic Avenger and its reboot coming soon. Oh, man. <sighs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Like Nicolas Cage. Uh, Deadline reports that Dinklage is set to star in the reboot of the 1984 low-budget splatter film, which will now be directed by Macon Blair, who previously helmed uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. No details have been provided on casting other than Dinklage, so it's unclear if he's set to play the Avenger himself. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Peter Who is the Toxic Avenger? Who's that? Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. What did, what did they do or what? <clears throat> Just think of like the most gory, weird comic book to ever come out of the out in the eighties. Literally a guy who, um, yeah, so here we go. We'll, we'll just we'll just read this. Uh, the 84 original follows Melvin Furd, a janitor who was submerged in toxic waste in an accident and emerges, as a, and emerges as a disfigured but incredibly strong superhuman. Schlocky and camp, the toxic Avenger dealt with environmental and societal issues while also parodying, parodying giving parody to the superhero genre. While it was unsuccessful at launch, the Avenger went on to be a cult classic and spawned four films, an animated TV show, which was just god-awful, another spin-off, and a video game, and one musical, which I saw, which was hilarious. And then? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was hilarious, yeah. Nice. So the reboot will also be produced by Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz, the directors of the original. Peter Dinklage is, of course, most famous for his portrayal of Tyrion Lannister. Uh, he did receive a screen, a screen Actors Guild for that, which was awesome. So we don't know if he's going to be the main, uh, the main person or if he's going to be just part of the staff. We just know that he's the only one that's been casted. So, yeah, that's what the Toxic Talk Avenger to, looks Toxic like. Avenger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh, damn it, my, my lungs hurt. Especially if he's the, uh, the Avenger. <clears throat> I don't think so, because the Avenger's seven feet tall, and he's... Yeah. Seven, a, yeah. <laughs> superhuman man of size and strength. Yeah, I don't... What's the politically correct way of saying... Small people. He's a small, small person. People. There you go. Thank you. I was trying to put the words together. So, Elliot Page, 
of Umbrella Academy has come out as trans. <clears throat> um, this has been all over the news, and this is something I wanted to cover. We kind of already knew, though, right? Everybody knew, but it was it. It just uh, he confirmed it this week. Yeah. Um. So. This is like this is really cool, and a lot of people have been saying that this is a really uh, positive thing, and I think so too because Ellen Page for a long time has been, uh, I'm sorry, Elliot Page didn't mean to dead name him, just reflex. Um, Elliot Page has always been part of the LGBT community, and this is yeah. g- given his status in Hollywood is going to give a lot of representation, and I think that's a good thing. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's a good thing too. Honestly, um, good, good for him. So, <clears throat> huh? good for them. It's kind of like when uh, what's his name, Nas? Was it Nas? Little the Nas rapper? X. Little Nas X. Yeah. Yeah, like when he uh, announced he was gay. It's like, okay, that's great. When's the next album? Yeah. So it's, like, it's kind of the same thing for me. It's like, okay, that's great. <clears throat> so. The, the biggest question I had is, of course, him uh, playing Vanya in the Umbrella Academy. And they're about to start filming. And, of course, Vanya, Vanya the character, Vanya Hargreaves, is a cisgender woman who is bisexual. Yeah. So, I'm kind I of mean, wondering where that leaves it's just, everything. It's just, it's just a role, dude. Well, I'm, like, I, I know, I, well, I mean, with Gerard involved... You know what I mean? Acting, acting. No, I I get it. But acting, with... <laughs> yeah, it's just acting. Um, I just I wonder what's gonna happen with Vanya. That's all. That's all. That's all. Really, I wanted to just really talk about this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Elliot Page, congratulations! It's fucking awesome. You have the support of ET Network. Yeah, go, go, we go, love go, you. Go, Ow! Elliot. Just nice. Down one of my magnets. We love you. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just curious about what's gonna happen to Vanya. The character, you know? Nothing's going to happen to Vanya. She's going to be fine. Um, so, uh, so let's take... Because it's, uh, it's just that. It's a character. Nothing's going to happen. It's yeah, yeah. Fine. Of course. Of course. Like, like you know, it's just a character. It's a role. Uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to... And, and according to sources, there's no plans to change the character's gender. Gender. So I, uh, I wonder, like, like I'm just, I'm just curious as to where this is all going to go. And uh, aside from that, Joe, just congratulations to Elliot Page. Yeah, way to go. Good job. And well, I mean, and especially in in like this climate and what's going on, and with people being canceled for sneezing on the wrong fucking part of a bus. Hmm. Yes coming out as transgender in today's climate that that's a that's a big goddamn step or am i just reading too much into that you're reading way too much into it dj both i mean i i don't know you know this kind of thing it's like just one of those i don't think it should be as big deal as everyone makes it out to be 
Exactly. Me neither. But, I don't, like, but then again, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded or whatever. It's just, like I said, I mean, I never really cared. It's like one of those. You don't okay, care, fine, right? That's how I am, too. I don't care. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, you're fine. You're gay. Okay, fine. You're transitional. I don't give a shit. Like, so what's your next project coming out? Like, that's exactly. Like, like, what's your next movie? That's what I fucking care about. What the fuck? I care what you consider yourself as. No, absolutely. Yes, and that is. That's how I am, too. But you see, hold on. That literally, that mentality can be seen as transphobic. And yeah, and that's kind of what I was trying to, you know, come around to. Oh, avoid, or yeah, or something. I don't know. Like oh, yeah, <laughs> and also, well, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't get, don't get me wrong. That is the correct attitude to have. It's like what you are and who you are and what you prefer or define whatever. who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's all fucking fine and well and dandy. We we care about your work. And while that is that is the correct attitude to have, at the same time, there are some people who find that ultra insensitive, and, and find it transphobic. And even yeah. though you're not trying to be, yeah. Oh my god, there's way too many snowflakes. Man, jeez, I'm well, serious. Everyone like, should that, that mentality to have is considered to be transphobic nowadays. Nowadays, wow. So okay, that's why well, that's why I was kind of. Oh, shut up, dude! You should have been canceled so many times. But no, that, I mean, no, that, that like this is it. It's like, oh, if that's considered transphobic for to some people. It's like, okay, fine. So why, why don't we all just freaking just like live in pause and don't even talk to each other anymore? If everyone's gonna get uh, get offended over, yeah. oh my gosh! Now, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't agree with trying to cancel <laughs> someone for not giving a shit. Right? Not giving I'm a not shit. Like, like, no, no, that's that's not shit. it at all. No, no, no. That's that yeah. is not what we're trying to do. However, what the reason I'm talking about this is because yes, in Hollywood and in the world right now, um even something coming out, even something as simple as coming out as transgender, for some fucking reason, is cancelable. Like, there are people who would consider that some kind of aggression towards the LGBT community, even though they're a part of it. Aggression or baiting? Both. <clears throat> they'll Both. Consider it either way. No, yeah. either way. Yeah, they'll consider it either way. Yeah. Or they're, they're exploiting the LGBT community. Yep, or that, exactly. Yeah. So that, there's a reason I wanted to talk about this, and I wanted to, to kind of demonstrate the idea that we are proud of Elliot Page, not yes. only for coming out as trans, because that's fucking awesome, and that's very difficult to do when everybody and their fucking mother has their butt, their their finger on the cancel button. Yep. And mm-hmm. also, Apparently. and also to let Elliot and whoever supports him know that we support him and we care more about them doing well and doing good work than the idea of plastering. A flag and or a label. Status. Yeah, yeah, the, and, and plastering them with a label. We'd rather mm-hmm. recognize their work as a person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather recognize you as a person and your yeah, yeah, and your work. What do you leave me with, bro? Like, and he's played Vanya in two seasons, and I love Vanya. We talked about it on this fucking show. Soft second squishy. man to play a pregnant, pregnant huh? person. Second man to play a pregnant person. Second man, to, yeah. Well. Yeah, technically, Arnold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and, there's, there's, and that's the whole reason I was just, I wanted to talk about that. That That is it, is because while we are 
essentially cis, cisgender straight men on this podcast, we support the LGBT community and we love them. And we're very proud of Elliot. Just like we'll stay in our place as cisgender straight. Yeah. Yes, well, that, and that's exactly also another point I wanted to make. We're not going to comment on the fucking status of all of this because we have no right to. We have no place to. Don't give a shit to. I don't care enough to. Also, but, you know, it's just the idea that we're not qualified to, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, I didn't know sexual orientation had to be literal headlines. Like, I didn't know that. And that's, that's kind of, sad. and like I said, that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up, is because it's like, yes, Elliot Page has come out as transgender. Awesome. We're proud of him. We're proud of <clears throat> what he does. You know, there's still, like, thousands of kids being sold in the U.S. And, like, like there's things that we should be worried about, you know? <laughs> that's not comparable, and that's a bad example. But It's a bad example, but it's true. Like It's still a bad example. To be worried about. In the world. Either way, I wanted to, I just wanted to put it out there that yeah, it's it's awesome, and while it shouldn't have been, I don't I don't I don't know if it should have been headlines, but we're proud of Elliot. We're proud of Elliot going forward, and we're proud of Elliot staying part of the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I think that's safe to move on on, right? Yes. DJ, let's move on. Let's move on. So we're yeah. dating that. <laughs> And move on. We got a new number one. Yay, BTS. <laughs> oh, there she was in the, in, at top. She's I know. Rising. I saw it. I just, oh, no. Let's look at the charts. I'm not, All right. She's in the charts now, ladies and uh, gentlemen. I'm not joking when I say that the yep. other day I moved. I walked out of a store. <laughs> yeah. I walked out of a store and I left my fucking card in the machine because I just did not want to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yep, so joking. now we know she's in the charts. So get ready. So... N- Fuck off. Creepy Uncle fucking Bieber. Did you see that? Oh my god. Yeah, still going number one. Like how, how that song is so stupid. So let's uh let's go ahead and run this down. Number one, Life Goes On by BTS, and we'll go ahead and find that video in a second. Mood by 24K Golden featuring Ian Dior. What the fuck? It's like a yeah. Mad Libs. Uh, Dynamite by BT. They got two in the number top. Wow. Dude, top three, right? What the fuck? They got two in the top team. Dynamite by BTS. Positions by Ariana Grande. I Hope by Gabby Barrett. Uh, and Charlie Puth. Puth? Puth? Oh, Puth. man. Lighting lights went down. Holy by Bieber. And Chance the Rapper is number six. I'll Laugh Now, Cry Later. Drake featuring Lil Dirk is number seven. Uh, Monster, Sean Mendes and Bieber debuts at number eight. Blinding Lights has gone down to number nine from number seven. And Still Lemonade. Top Still, top ten. Still top ten. Lemonade uh, by Internet Money and Gunna featuring Ton Dolliver and... <sighs> you know, the weekend went like a whole Twitter rant about the Grammys because he didn't win a Grammy. We, we kind of talked it, about that in your chat yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ever since scant. fucking Lord ran yes. look at that. one best Number 14. <laughs> no. Number 14. Mariah, just, please. Just barely entered the chest. Uh, entered the chest. He's <laughs> on <number> <laughs> and rising. Megan the Stallion and uh, BTS with another one. BTS is cleaning up, dude. dude. BTS is like literally a fucking force to be reckoned with. <laughs> I hope they can keep Mariah out. That's not (laughs) right. Nothing's going to keep her out. 
They're literally taking over the fucking world. Just watch. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, no, good. No, I don't mind either. I don't give a shit because you know what? Their message is positive and they actually are genuinely cool dudes. So I don't mind either. Yeah. Like I say, international artists getting up there. Keep going, boys. Yeah. Okay. So which one are we clicking there, Mustard? I'll let you pick. We got In the Forest Uh, or. There's two music videos. There's the top one. The top one. Yeah. That's the top one, alright, so... This was directed by one of the members. Or like, he, this is basically like his project or whatever, he did it all. Masking up. Holy face filter, that's all I have to say about this Guy looks like a living anime. Yep, they all do. You want to put the lyrics on so you can see what they're saying? Like, They all couldn't fit in the fucking car? Bro, they live together in a house, like all of them. Oh dear god. Yeah, they live, but all live together. Imagine being like stuck in a house with all three of us. Look at the views, boys. Look at the views. Are, are you talking about them or the city? <laughs> Look at the views. The fucking number. Oh, yeah, I know. 177 million. Two weeks. Two weeks. 177 million. I don't think they broke a record, though. 14 days. No, their other one did. Dynamite did. Dynamite broke. Yeah, that's the one that broke the record. He has a single monitor in, which is really impressive to me. Bro, your voices are like angels. It's crazy. Yeah, it's true too.
they only all they all only have one monitor on. That's tripping me out. Yeah, dude. I don't know why. They, they, they're, they're, I'm not gonna lie, they're talented individuals. They really are. Yeah. No, like that's just it, right? So, like, I, I have an inherent hate for boy bands. It has yeah. nothing to do with them. I've, I've just, I've always hated boy bands. I don't think DJ have I ever liked a single one. You like individuals of boy bands. Okay, so like, yeah, not uh, a single boy like, what's band. his name from NSYNC? NSYNC was okay to you. You didn't hate them. Yeah. I still wanted to hurt them. Uh, uh, Joey. Joey. What's his name? Joey? Joey Fatone, the, the yeah. Guy, yeah, like, he was the coolest guy. Like, he was the one guy I, like, I really liked in NSYNC. I mean, Justin's all right, but Joey, like, he was always the butt of all the jokes. But he took it on his stride. He was, he was always a cool dude. Mm-hmm. He was also the first one to be cool. I think it was Lance, ba- Lance Bass being gay. Yeah. yeah, Lance Bass was the only gay one, too. Yeah, but like Joey Fatone was the only one that was cool with it. Even before yeah. Timberlake became part of the whole support thing, like he, Joey Fatone was looked at Lance Bass and was like, "Oh, you're gay, cool. Please Sweet. don't, please don't yeah. fuck in my office." <laughs> right? Did you ever hear oh, yeah, that tale? Okay. That's how you found out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, who listen to this podcast, so the way Joey Fatone found out that Lance Bass was gay was Lance Bass was in Joey's office using the computer for band business. Uh, Joey walks in, and right before Joey walks in, Lance Bass had told his secret boyfriend, hey, come here, hop on my lap, let's make out. Joey's not in the room. He's not going to be back for a few minutes. Well, Joey was back in a few minutes, walked in on Lance Bass and his boyfriend making out, and Lance Bass was like, oh, fuck, my career's over. I'm going to be exposed. You know, like, everybody's going to hate me. And he's looking at Lance, uh, he's looking at Joey Fatone, and Joey Fatone goes, okay, cool, just don't fuck in my office, please. And, yeah. wa- and walks back out. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, I think that's so fucking cool. Because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't care, just don't do that, please. Yeah, just don't fuck in my office. Only request. Yeah. Right? He's a really cool guy. His robot chicken uh, skits, skits, I think it's like some of the hilarious shit they ever produced. Agreed, yeah. His his robot chicken skits is some of the Dude, funniest yes. shit. Yeah. Right? Yes, like, he's sir. like, hey, this sketch is going to be so good. Let me tell you what's going to happen. It's like, oh, man. Joey, oh, don't no. ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't change, Joey. We love you. Uh, as, right? for, as for BTS, when we get done in Japan going to the Super Nintendo World, we're stopping by Korea and we're stealing a BTS member for Mustard to keep in his in his room as a pet. Dude, I'd, I'd love to hang out with one of them, bro. Be like, how how would you be so rich and like just like so like successful at the same time? Like, what? <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah. Musk like says with him duct taped to a corner in his room. They're literally <laughs> lightning in a bottle. That's what's crazy, bro. They literally lightning in a bottle and they rode that fucking lightning all the way to like world star fandom. Like it's insane to me. Like this is fucking crazy to me. I don't know. Ow, hold on, my headphones fell off. Ow, fuck. So actual opinions on the song, boys. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> to me, it's, it's, I'm sorry, DJ. Start again, man. I talked over you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I liked it. I liked it. It had a nice groove. Okay. You know, somebody, somebody like, could just like just sit back and chill with. Yeah. Dead man. I had to drink some water. Um. I I, I guess because it was a groove, I kind of ignored it. <laughs> like, 
the thing it's is, poppy. it's it's poppy and it's yeah, great. Like, yeah, yeah, it, and, yeah. And, and that's, that, that's it's kind easy, of it's easy to turn off. Yeah, and it's not their fault. It's totally my fault. Uh, I just I switch off when that kind of music comes on. However, because I pay attention to my show and what's on my show is I will say that their lyrics are surprisingly well-crafted for a boy band. They do have a couple of really deep lines. I do like the, um, I do like the, uh, the, the, the fact that it's raining, it's about to rain again and I'm already soaked to my bone. I like that line. I like that line. It has, has some depth to it, has some color to it. Um, Way better than mood. Yeah, <laughs> good. It's, it's a vibe. Um, I I do like the idea that they directed it, and you can see kind of how somebody who hasn't been really behind the camera that much can direct a video like this, because it was a little bit spastic, a little bit un un, un unkept. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a lot. It was busy. It was busy. Very busy. A lot of cuts. Not a real narrative to it. Um. Yeah. So I mean, altogether, the life the, the the life goes on. The song itself, I dig it. Not my cup of tea, but I dig it. Cool. Yeah, I feel the same way. Not my cup of tea. I'm not gonna jam this on my own, but it's 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 a nice, refreshing thing to see instead of mood and fucking bullshit songs. Dynamite. That yeah. One line. Then only have one line in the whole fucking song. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and move on from that because that was really cool. And uh, cool. that was a little refreshing. So, uh, Must- Mustard's mortal enemy, Billie Eilish, is going to perform Beatles what? something on Sirius XM's Alt Nation. Billie Eilish? Why is she my mortal enemy? What the fuck? Didn't you guys fight in a stadium deathmatch or something? Or <laughs> <laughs> was I not supposed to talk about that? Don't think you're supposed to talk about that, my man. My bad. No disclosure agreement. God damn it! I, I didn't read the contract. <laughs> I'm part, I'm part of the Magic Squirrel Network. I don't read the contracts. <laughs> that's that's the first problem. <laughs> that's a problem right there. So the session will include every, uh, performances of Eilish's tracks. Therefore, I am everything I wanted in Ocean Eyes. However, the star of the show was, of course, performing Beatles something in an exclusive live session. Uh, the stripped-down rendition is her singing alongside her brother on piano. Her brother's name is Phineas. Yeah. Yeah, and her brother make her brother produces all of her music for her, and she's just the one that sings along and stuff. Sings. Her brother's her brother's name is Phineas. Not cool. I think it's cool. Her brother's name is Phineas. They made their entire first album in their bedroom. I know, dude. I'm just hold on. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I yeah, just... Phineas, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. I, like, shut the fuck up. All right. All I can hear is fucking doofenshmirtz in my head. <laughs> Remember, we mall. You couldn't fucking pronounce that one either. I, I you can't either, because I don't. I oh, now I know who you're talking about. That took me a second. Ubisoft <laughs> guy. Ubisoft <laughs> guy. Ah, oh, okay. So we already read all that. It's followed by an interview. Um, so on and so forth. Not, not a lot of meat on this. Not a lot of meat at all. It's a lot of repeating information. But we do have the track itself. I'm clicking on it. I clicked on it. Something in the way 
She mumbles, I swear to God, I'm never leaving. I don't like it. Open your mouth when you sing, woman. Something in the way she woos me. She's trying. Listen to the burn on that track. Like the the lo-fi low tone mid cut, it's, I like that shit, but like her pitch, you need to enunciate, dude. I don't I don't think she's doing that bad of a job, and the burn on it's really interesting. Honestly, I'm not minding it. She doesn't have the piercing capability to make it really good. But for the fucking covers that Mustard, you and I have heard personally, in person, this is not fucking bad at all. It's not bad enough. Like, that, that kind of vocals works for her music, but it doesn't work with the music. She Kind of like droney vocals doesn't work, but something is no, yes, melodic has something like the Beatles doesn't. Well, she's hitting the tones, she's hitting the notes. What what's missing? Well, what's missing is the piercing, the the, the the push. You know what I mean? Yeah, the singing. Well, not the singing, but the power, the power behind it. There's no power behind her voice. Anybody can mumble like this to a track, dude. And not well. Not well. I, I'll, like, I'm not trying to give her too much credit. I'm not trying to say, like, oh, my God, best fucking thing ever. I'm flipping a table. No. I'm saying that for... You're just trying to say it's nice. I'm, yeah. What I'm trying to say is that for the, for the covers that you and I personally have witnessed, especially this song, that wasn't fucking bad. Agreed. It wasn't that bad. Like, is like, it the best? I like no. I said, that, that type of vocals just doesn't work. DJ, weigh in, man. It's alright, you know. But Mustard has a point. It's like, it works, you know, yeah, that, that voice works for her songs, but it's one of the better covers. Like, okay, I didn't want to I do mean, it. Like, let's, let's look at the difference, right? Let's look at the actual difference, right? Like, mm-hmm. like. Asking me when my love grows, d- you know, versus you're asking me when my love grows. You know, it's not 
dude, it doesn't work. It that's doesn't work. I, that's that's it. I, I I said that. I said that she's like, missing it, the power. It's, it's such a it's such a vast difference from like a melodic song to that. Like I don't like it. Didn't not this shouldn't exist. I, I wouldn't say that at all. I wouldn't say that at all. I'd say that this is a lo-fi burned out cover, and I don't mind it. Hey, for, for, it's brutal. Yeah, I know. Well, it's the Beatles. <laughs> you can't touch my, my boys. Yeah, true uh, that. For those of you who don't know what burn is, burn is when you, I guess, put a lot of gain on the track and don't clean it up in post. So it's t- it kind of sounds like a tape recorder. kind of sounds like an yeah. 8-track. And, it sounds uh, like a wind tunnel. Yeah. And that works for a lot of like lo-fi stuff because that burn kind of gives it an old-schooly feel. But, um... I, I liked I, I liked it. I'm not gonna say it's I'm not gonna say it's fucking horrible. I'm not gonna say it's fucking great. All I'm gonna say is that I liked it. Okay. DJ? I mean, eh, not too shabby, you know, not bad. <laughs> DJ and his not opinions. Gotta love it. Hey, I be neutral, dude. When it comes to Beatles, I know when, when to get out of the way if Mustard is in the area. Fuck him, dude. Have an opinion. That's what you're here for. <laughs> I, mean, true, I like breathing. He, he's, he ain't gonna do shit. He has bad knees, dude. All you gotta do is look at them crooked and he'll pass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. All, all you, that's, all, that's all you gotta do. You throw, throw, up, throw a potato chip at his knee. It, it derails him. So, uh, I'm literally bedridden for like a week after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's look at this uh, last story of the, of the day. Eddie Van Halen's guitar sells for $422,000 at auction. Um, Did it go to charity? It, go, it went to charity. Okay, good. Uh, so let's take a look at this. So this is, if it was some, for somebody's personal bullshit, then I'd be mad. There's, there is, there, the only people that own his stuff are his sons. So, uh, let's see here. A trio of Eddie Van Halen guitar sold for more than $422,000 during Julian's Auctions Annual Icons and Idols Trilogy. Uh, rock Three and roll. of guitars. Yeah. Oh. Variants of the late rock legends Frankenstrat were amongst the instruments, fetching the highest bids of the two-day event. His customized Kramer... Um, sold for two hundred and thirty-one thousand. Uh, the winning bid for his two thousand four EVH Chavel Art Series, wow, came in at one hundred and forty thousand. And a non-playing prop guitar used by child actor Brian Hitchcock, who played a very young Eddie Van Halen in the Hot for Teacher video, sold for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> a prop guitar sold for fifty thousand dollars. Wow. It's Van Halen. All you need. <sighs> yeah. Like you're literally talking about one of the fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Like, So two Fender guitars smashed, smashed by Kurt Cobain sold for $281,000. Whoa, that's sick, dude. Imagine having that shit, dude. Pieces of a guitar? <laughs> Fuck that. Bob Marley's first guitar to ever come to auction sold for $153,000. Oh man, that sucks. And Greg Allman's guitar only garnered a hundred and two thousand. Um, really, Allman Brothers? Damn, yeah. dude. Jimi Hendrix's Octavia pedal sold for seventy thousand dollars. Wow. 
That's good. That's awesome. Uh, the Paul McCartney Texan FT79 acoustic sold for fifty four thousand dollars. And... That's where that fucking thing went. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's just funny because like you, you don't you don't usually see people alive selling their shit like this. You know what I mean? Like like it's usually dead people like, or Eddie, but like Paul McCartney's like you're selling that. That's where that fucking thing went. Holy shit. All I could hear was a phone call. Hey, congratulations, Paul. Your uh, FT79 acoustic is sold for $54,000. My, my, my what? My, <laughs> my fucking what? Your, your acoustic guitar that you donated. I donated a guitar? <laughs> yeah, it was an acoustic one, the big one, the the Texan. It's a charity auction. The 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 Texan that you don't remember? A fucking what? Is that was that the brown one? I've been looking for that. Bruh. <laughs> that's where that's where that fucking thing Jeez, went. Your Paul McCartney bro moment. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> That's where that fucking thing went. That was, well, hey, it's sold. So that's wonderful. 54000 Why? <laughs> I paid like 20 bucks for that thing. Like it's 68 I, I, I bought that thing in 1970 for uh, $200. I'm glad to see it went up in value. No shit. So I donated it, you said. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> make some calls here. I'm going to... I'm going to talk to a few people. Thank you, though. Uh, glad the auction went well. The brown one. All right. So it was the brown one. All right. He, he Dude, did, he like I said, it meant like you don't usually see these people like he alive. Did, he didn't hang up the phone. I can hear him making a peanut butter sandwich right now. He didn't hang up the phone. <laughs> and marshmallows. <laughs> are they vegan marshmallows? They're all nice. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just. <laughs> like literally, though. Like you just see, like one. Like imagine as a, as a musician, like you literally, you just see one of your old pieces of gear just being sold for thousands of dollars. Uh, yeah, no, I totally get that. It'd be like if my old tube screamer pedal was just like appeared somewhere. I'd oh, be like, your, your tube screamer sold for fifty four thousand. Uh huh. Yeah, like that thing. My, t- <laughs> my tube screen. How the fuck did you get it? <laughs> I've been missing that fucking thing for years. <laughs> so you get about a storage? God damn it, you guys are ruthless. <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... I'm sorry, dude. That's what fucked me up. It's just... I donated fucking what? <laughs> that's where that fucking thing went. Right. <laughs> that's where I went. Oh, I'm glad the auction went well. That's that's wonderful. <laughs> there, thanks, Paul. All right, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a sec here. Uh, between fucking Nick Cage and all this other stuff, man, I'm just my lungs hurt. Uh, okay. 
So, DJ. <laughs> Still trying to come back. Uh, DJ, go ahead. Rev it up. Tell them about the Patreon. Yeah. i go down there a little bit. There it goes. There you go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the deal by now. We have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. You can... Support us directly and help keep this thing going. We need all the help we can get. But, of course, you won't get something for nothing, so hear what you get for your hard-earned money. For just $1 per month, you'll be at the first blood tier. For that, you'll have the privilege of having your name uh, name of choosing in the credits of every episode. So if you want to be a producer legally, put that on your resume or whatever, there's that $1 per month, you can legally can. But, of course, that's not enough for you. For this $3 per month, be upgraded to the UAV tier, which... You have the previous perk as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday. You'll also get access to Muster's Music Minute. But of course, if you're truly awesome, you'll be upgraded to the Airstrike tier. For just $5 per month, you have access to the previous perk as well as access to the monthly movie roast. You'll have your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You get a sticker e- uh, each month and a giveaway every three months. <clears throat> That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Even if it's just a dollar, there'll be a dollar. We'll appreciate it. We need we need all the support we can get. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Yeah. And we should have a Mustard's Music Minute now. We should have had one two weeks ago. Mustard, what's going on? I was supposed to do one on Oliver Tree, but been uh, I don't I don't know what's going on. I'll, I'll record one today. I'll make it a point. You said that two weeks ago. (laughs) I'll say it again in another two weeks. Okay. When I'm recording another one. When I'm recording another one, not not this one. Okay. Moving on. If the idea of just uh, getting stickers and stuff for that isn't for you, then go ahead and go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com. We have nine awesome fucking designs for you to choose from we have our vtn tv set our vintage logo our new logo the 70s funk logo the vtn cart uh, picture and the stranger vtn logo as well just all these wonderful fucking things are just here and all these designs have been provided by dj so thank you dj for that you're welcome now, they come on T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, and of course, it is hoodie season. So if you want you and the girl that will eventually steal your hoodie to rep VTN, go ahead and get you one. Get two for one for you and one for her to steal. Uh, graphics, T-shirt dresses, stickers, uh, phone cases for every fucking phone there is out there, artboard prints, bath mats for you to step on a senpai, uh, coasters, gotta mention pillows, or DJ burns down an orphanage. Bags, no hammers, COVID masks, so you can rep us on your face, socks, we got some socks, guys, that was a new one that just got added, Uh, backpacks, and of course, blankets, just in case you want to sleep with us, and of course, once again, if the prices are too high, let us know. We don't really care about the money. We just want you to rep our shits. Once again, that is vtnetwork.redbubble.com. Let us know, and uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, hook you guys up. I'm trying to work on, a, believe it or not, a discount code. So <laughs> uh, that should be coming cool. soon. Uh, Mustard, 
Tell them about the socials. Twitter, VT Network, number two. Instagram, VT Network, number two. Gmail, VT Network, 84 at gmail.com. Facebook, VT Network, number two. Get at us, boys. Get at us. We're, we're All of our social media accounts are open. Nobody interacts with us. Just kidding. There's a couple people that like reply to our stuff. That's pretty awesome. Appreciate yeah. you. And... Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for social media. Oh, my stream is twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard. First L being an I. I also recently started a YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah. Hell yeah. Come hang out. Come hang out. Like social medias. Awesome. And I want to also thank everybody who's been on the show uh, lately as a guest. We've had tons and tons and tons of fun. I uh, really appreciate Zach Galloway for coming on and just having the experience. Uh, he's going to be launching a podcast soon. I'll get more information on that for the next show. Hopefully it'll be launched by then so I can provide you with a link. Because he helped us out with some numbers, so we're going to help him out with some numbers. Anyways, I also want to thank our patrons this month. Lofus, hi baby, the Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Miss Faith, Cheyenne, Carol, Anthony, and Sherry. Uh, Finks. So, uh, we got a new patron, so she's, uh, she's brand new, literally just added today, Sherry Finks. So, uh, also want to thank Paul Schroyer and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. Uh, their show, Pointless Discussions, is coming to an end. Uh, hopefully we'll be involved in that somehow. I don't know how. Probably not. Razzles. But anyways... Uh, just wanted to let you guys know, please check them out. Give them a little love before they, uh, end their podcast, because honestly it is a ton of fun. We've, we've, all three of us have been on it in doing improv and we had fun, right guys? Yeah, but don't check it out. It's terrible. Well, your part was terrible because you were terrified. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So avoid it altogether. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. Bats is a bats is a twenty it's a twenty twenty reasonable currency. <laughs> we don't accept bats as currency. We don't do it. Just don't do it anymore. Uh we uh, mustard and I also filmed a, a general grievous thing that we did that was also fucking hilarious. And it's still a running joke. It's still a running joke in this show. What do you mean? What what did we do? Oh no. The the Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> The captains. <laughs> <laughs> they like that, huh? They like it's, the Oshkosh it's, 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 it's running. Funny. It's still running. Mustard and I created a running joke. So <laughs> why did somebody kid stores? <laughs> why did somebody kid stores? If you guys want to check it out, please check it out. Go over there. That's pointless discussions on all your major podcast networks. And thank you again to them because that's so much love. Um. <laughs> DM it all. I think that I think that about does it. We're gonna head out of here and go to the post show. Say goodnight, DJ. Good night, DJ.